The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we'll get started with the chant. So um, there may be a few of you who are new to the Buddhist Studies series. I want to welcome you. And uh, as many of you know, this is a six-year curriculum, but it's really okay for folks to join in anywhere in the six-year courses because, you know, with these teachings, it's really meant for lifetimes of practice, really. And uh, we keep just rotating through these different teachings, these different maps that the Buddha used in his 45 years of teaching way back when and doing our best to be good students of these teachings. And one of the things we always do at the beginning, just as a way of aligning ourselves with folks through all these centuries who have been, who have found it really valuable to connect with these teachings and contemplate them, integrate them, live out of these teachings, we do the three refuges. And uh, it's just an opportunity to reflect on our aspiration. So if you haven't done it, we do it a little bit more slowly than is traditional when you chant the three refuges. We take refuge in the Buddha, and Buddha is the word for awakened, awakenness even, you could say, this quality of the heart and mind that can be open, just in simple terms, and just really valuing without that capacity of this heart to open, to see clearly, not much of a chance of learning and not much of a chance of becoming a wiser and more compassionate human being. And we take refuge in Dhamma, which usually we translate as the way it is, the underlying nature of the way it is, things as they actually are. And the two work together. Buddha, the awakened quality of the mind, is able to meet and open and see clearly Dhamma, the way it actually is. So there's that beautiful alignment, and we take refuge in Buddha being intimate with Dhamma, meeting Dhamma, seeing Dhamma as it is, seeing the way it is. And out of that marriage of that intimate connection of Buddha knowing Dhamma, then our response in any moment, the ways that we show up in life, well, they can be quite beautiful. And we call that Sangha. It's the third refuge. So Sangha is, in a way, enlightened or beautiful or skillful activity that naturally arises when Buddha, the awakened quality of the heart, is opening, being intimate with the dance of causes and conditions, with Dhamma, the way it is. And because I'm being present then I can engage the moment, my engagement, my actions, where they're really coming out of that intimacy of really being here, feeling into the moment, sensing, not holding back in any way. And this is, so the, you know, this act of coming together and chanting the three refuges, it's not just a beautiful little ritual for a group of people to do, in a way of connecting with the lineage of those who've come before us. But it's, uh, you know, it can be an active way of remembering what we actually value in life and to develop that aspiration. 
So feel free to, as we chant these three refuges together, to keep them in mind. Oh yeah, I do value being awake and clear and open. Oh yeah, I do value, value deeply value being connected with the way it is, including not being in denial, not being superficial, but really grounding in the reality of this moment of the body, the mind, internal experience, external experience. And I really value an expressive, like manifesting action that is really coming out of that place of being connected. And how creative and skillful and in appropriate moments fierce and other moments sort of patient how appropriate that kind of response can be because it's connected, coming from that place of being connected, Buddha knowing Dhamma. <clears throat> so I'll ring the bell, then we'll chant. And we chant the three refuges three times. Don't worry if you are unfamiliar. It's very, it repeats itself. You'll hear the word dutiampi. That just means for the second time because we're repeating it the second time. And then tatiampi, will mean we're repeating it for the third time. So let's begin. can to settle into a comfortable posture for the meditation time.
And of course, even the settling and these last adjustments can have the quality of gentleness and patience with the body, acceptance. Even this process can be infused with love of just settling in. And most of us, as we're settling into the experience of the body, we appropriately notice the tension that naturally arises out of a lifetime of worrying and all the stresses that have been laid down on the body, all the cumulative injuries. So we practice being fearless and meeting the body now, not expecting it to be different than what it is, these sensations now. In a way, we're expressing a kind of loyalty in a sense we're saying to the body, we're in this together, there's no way for me to live this life, no healthy way to live this life unaware of the body. So I'm coming home now. I'm actually interested in feeling the body as it is right now, receiving the sensations of the sitting body as they actually are. Honey, I'm not afraid to be close. And it's very helpful to notice the rightness, the goodness, you could even say the pleasure of being present with the body, the sitting body. I'm not saying that the sensations in the body are pleasant. It's the choosing or the valuing of being present itself that's pleasant, that feels good. But of course, this is a relatively subtle pleasure being present, which is why we need to train the mind and the heart to notice how good it feels, how right it feels to be present with the body. Right here, right now, the way it actually is here in the body. And in no way projecting, expecting the body to be different. But instead we understand this is how the body is right now. And I'm willing to meet it to welcome the body as it actually is right now.
and it feels right, it feels good to be landing and resting here. The mind and heart resting with the body, not in conflict, not in denial. So it's a beautiful marriage of intimacy and non-grasping, intimacy and not struggling with what's being felt in the body. should begin a loving-kindness or compassion reflection by confidently recognizing, acknowledging that this heart is good, capable of goodness, capable of caring. And remember, don't look for something extraordinary. We're just attuning to the ordinary, the very ordinary capacity to care about this life with all of its ups and downs, this personality, this body, with all its imperfections and limitations. We're not idealistically presuming things are perfect or even good. They're just the way that they are. But there is this confidence from our own experience that I can care about this life as it actually is, right here and now. How do I know I care? Because I'm willing to show up and feel what's here. And I'm willing to keep this experience in mind. To practice a not forgetting. To practice a non-distraction. Because I care because I feel, it feels good, it feels right to be intimate, to be present. So take your time in your own way, creatively, uncovering, clarifying this basic goodness, the heart that cares, a heart that can recognize and appreciate these qualities of kindness and compassion, appreciation and beautiful balance.
And especially tonight, letting this quality of love have the flavor of compassion by creatively recalling the very obvious truth that life, at least at times, can be really difficult for ourselves and for others. And that life is always uncertain. This life is always vulnerable, vulnerable to change, I care about this life, this uncertain, vulnerable life. I care enough to be close. And I care enough to be generous, to generously wish well for myself. May this heart be safe from harm in this uncertain world. May wisdom and love protect me as I navigate all the ups and downs that come my way. I care about this body, this fragile, aging body. I care about this sensitive heart and this conditioned mind, this personality. I care enough right now to be close, to feel the heart, feel the body. And I care enough to wish well. May this sensitive heart be safe. And may wisdom and love protect this heart, this life always. May I take care of this life all the ups and downs with wisdom and love. I care about this life right here. I care enough to be close, to receive all the sensations, all the qualities of the heart that can be felt. I care enough to include it all. And I care enough to wish well for this life, not to be shy. May this heart, this life, be protected and safe. 
May the deepest wisdom and love guide and protect me always as I live my life and navigate all the uncertainty, all the change that comes my way. So just continue on your own and we're beginning this compassion reflection. We're learning how to suffuse the whole body, the heart and mind with that tender and enlivened quality of compassion, that very good, ordinary but good quality of caring, wishing well. Like a beautiful, warm, compassionate smile, that warmth suffusing the whole body and mind. I care about this life. Feel free to use phrases if they help to keep this compassion in mind, this self-compassion in mind. So in a sense, we're feeling the whole body, the heart and mind aglow with this beautiful quality of compassion. Remember, compassion is a beautiful, enlivened quality of the mind and heart. It's not afraid of suffering. and has this capacity to relate to suffering with generosity. May wisdom and love protect this life. And as it naturally deepens, let it spread out. Let that warm glow of compassion Include whoever your heart is inclined to include. Maybe you saw a fragile little bird today in the nest or wherever, and your heart was just touched, so include that little bird.
Or maybe you heard something in the news about people suffering. Then let them come to mind. Trust that compassion has the capacity to bring to mind whoever, whatever it's inclined to bring to mind and to respond with this beautiful quality of love. I care about you and I especially care that you, like all of us, are vulnerable to suffering, sometimes intense suffering, terrible difficulties. And I care about that. I care enough to learn how to be unafraid with whatever suffering I encounter internally, externally, and to respond generously and in moments fiercely to take care of myself and to support the well-being of others. May wisdom and love protect us all. So I'll continue now with silence and for another 10 minutes or so, just do your best to connect actually with the experience of love and compassion, to tune into its expansive quality, wants to include more and more, generously go out to others, use phrases if needed, or just continue aware of the quality of love and compassion itself.
keeping compassion in mind. That's all. Trusting the goodness
And for the last couple of minutes, there are two basic ingredients for this beautiful blossoming of compassion. One is to discover and keep in mind this heart's capacity to meet in an honest way the truth of suffering in our own heart, in our own life, and then all around us in the world. So you can coordinate that, if you like, with each inhalation where you're recalling this honest connection with the truth of suffering, near and far, all around. Beings are exposed to suffering. And then with each exhalation, See if you can tune into this boundless, expansive, generous quality of love that cares and wishes well. So the heart isn't defeated by this exposure to suffering as you breathe in. It actually feels empowered to do something if there's something to do. But even if there's nothing that can be done right now to be radiating out our love and good wishes and caring, tender-hearted care. And just the simple rhythm of breathing and that reflection can help us keep this goodness of compassion in mind. Breathing in, acknowledging the reality of suffering, whatever comes to mind. Exhaling this generous love and concern and wishes for safety and protection. But all of this can be done without any words. You can use phrases or not. And we'll end by breathing in the entire world. Not that there isn't joy and goodness in the world, but there is also an enormity of suffering and injustice. So we breathe in and acknowledge. And as we exhale, letting there be this generous and beautiful concern and care and wishes for safety and healing. May all beings be safe and protected. And may wisdom and love guide and protect us as we live our lives.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.